normalize naming your kids after departments. This is my son, IRS. <laughs> oh, I heard he's a stinker. <laughs> he's just out there on the playground. Pinching kids. He's just standing on a little like rope bridge, collecting taxes as they walk through. <laughs> That'll be five cents, sir. <laughs> but I got no more monies. They quit passing my bridge. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. Welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. If you're new around here, this is the podcast where I, your host, Christian, scour the web looking for the craziest, funniest, wacky stories, and I bring them here to you so we can laugh them together. This week, once again, I have a very special guest. I don't know if I can call him special anymore because this is the fourth time he's been on my show, but he, he's mm. special in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Aww. It's uh, Cameron. He was in my first episode, my second episode of Funny High School Stories. And then he was in two episodes with, with The Real Boys where he did about the same exact thing, just with different stories, some more Funny High School Stories. And he's here again. You want to introduce yourself, Cameron? Hi, I'm Cameron. I know you all miss me. I know you all love me. I'm back, baby. Here you can He's listen back. to my sultry voice. Uh, yeah, I'm currently in college. I've been chugging along at this semester. That's about all. Yeah, so I wanted to bring him on because he didn't ask for this, but I wanted to be able to help him because as this is my this podcast is my baby. I work on this all the time, trying to do improvements here and there and for the last year he's been working on a, a very i wouldn't call it a top secret project because uh me and my friends have heard much about it because he's very excited with reason he's been working on his very own playing cards yeah i've been working on designing my very own deck of cards um designed around this thing called cardistry which most people haven't heard of but it's basically like juggling with a deck of cards uh, it, it's very hypnotizing and, and fun to watch. I reached out to a designer from Indonesia, and we've been working back and forth for about the past year to design this deck. And I'm going to have a Kickstarter project launch this Saturday, April 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you could pick up one of these decks. Now, this Kickstarter will be will be lasting for a month, so you will have that amount of time to pledge for if you want a deck or two. We also have like hoodies. Uh, and the deck proceeds go to a great cause. So I have a friend named Kaylee who recently got diagnosed with breast cancer. And that's where the profits of the decks will be going to. The theme of the deck is Heal the World. So that is why the profits are being donated. Yeah. So I've seen uh, I've seen it every step of the way. He's been working his ass off for these cards. And me and all my buddies, we were all really proud of him because he's put a lot, a lot of work into this. We've all Thanks, tried to man. help him as many ways as possible. Yeah. I think I've drove them crazy with uh, all the questions I've asked about, do you like this design or this design more? Streamer Ludwig, he's talking about like, if you want to start something, if you want to start streaming on Twitch, he said, then don't make a new Twitter account to promote your Twitch. You should be proud of it. I want to share it with your friends and family. Put it on your main Twitter, bitch. And that's like, if you want to be proud of it, you want to show your friends, you want to show your family, like, look what I'm doing. This is badass. And I'm proud to put this product out in the world for more people to see. He's been showing us every step along the way because he's proud of what he's doing. And he wants to 
make sure it's the best product for us when it goes out into the market. I agree with that. Your family and friends are going to be your number one supporters, or at least they should be. So I agree with that uh, sentiment that you should post it on your main profiles and get the word out really to those people. Now with my podcast, you know, it's uh, not something that comedy wise, some of my family will vibe with, but cards are a little bit different because <laughs> I've, uh, I've talked about vagina scented masks. You know, I don't want to be like, Hey grandma, listen to yeah. this funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, I always wonder that about comedians who tell really raunchy jokes, especially at a young age. You know, I wonder, are their parents listening to this? Are they in the audience? You know, do they show them these sets where they're telling these raunchy jokes? Like, it's funny. And I wish I could do it. But I, you know, it'd be kind of awkward to look, look at my mom and dad in the face after saying some of the things that I've heard. Like, especially when they tell stories about their family, like Burt Kreischer, he talks about <laughs> yeah. like his, his wife, like blowjob stories and stuff. You're, she, she listens. This is a comedy special. This is going on Netflix. Yeah. And then talking about his daughters and they're like, when they got their periods, I'm like, I cannot imagine my dad going up there and telling like an equivalent story. Well, my first, my son had his first wet dream, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. Caught my son whacking off today. Let me tell you how it went down. You want to know what category? No. (laughs) Just let me tell you. Uh, Like father, like son. Am I right? Come on. That category is great. (laughs) He said, let me tell you. He knew, though, because all of a sudden he looked up when he's done and there was a plate of cookies there and they weren't there before. So he knew I was there. (laughs) He said, alpha move. My son didn't stop. (laughs) <laughs> it's her dominance alpha move he just looked at me kept eye contact with me and finished <laughs> i recently went out to the bars with sir cameron here because someone just turned 21 i did and i did how how was how was that experience it was interesting so for those of you listening i legit have not drank alcohol, did not drink alcohol until I was 21. So that night I went out with Christian and some other friends. That was the first time I've ever drank an alcohol. And it felt like you have a really funny secret that you want to tell, but you can't say it. Like you can't put into words because there is no secret, you know? You're just laughing for no reason. Exactly. Like everything's funny and you're just laughing because to me, it just felt like there's something in the back of my head that I want to say, but I can't put into words. So I just laugh. But yeah, yeah, besides that, I give you a quick recap. You know, I started off my 21 strong with a Long Island iced tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you waited 21 years to take a drink of alcohol and your first drink was not a beer was not like rum, vodka. It was a Long Island iced tea. Listen, <laughs> beer <laughs> smells terrible. And a lot of the other ones smell like cleaning supplies. So it I... tastes like it too. <laughs> exactly. 
So I wanted my first experience to not be terrible. So I researched and I looked up, you know, what what tastes the most least like alcohol. And Long Island iced tea was at the top. And a lot of people recommended Long Island iced tea for your first drink. So we got two of them at Texas Roadhouse. And I, I give it up to Christian. He did pay for one of them, top shelf. Thank you, mm-hmm. my friend. Thank you. Yeah, so then, you know, we drank yeah, this those. This guy, this guy, he got out of going to Texas Roadhouse and he paid for half of an appetizer. He was living large. He was living large. He said, <laughs> not my money, I don't care. <laughs> he said, my buddy's got me. But anyway, so, you know, I had two Long Island iced teas and I was kind of just feeling sleepy. I was sitting there and I didn't really feel anything. And I was like, you know, I, you know, I don't understand this alcohol thing. And then I had to go pee and I stood up to go pee and I started walking and I felt it. I was like, oh, <laughs> sort of walking a little wonky left to right. And I felt my joints a little looser than usual. And, and I was like, okay, I feel it. I, I definitely feel something's going on in my body right now. <laughs> so then we all leave basically get kicked out because we were there like 30 minutes past closing at Texas Roadhouse. The and, waitress? Oh. I've never I've never in my life had a experience with a waitress like this. She she came up and she <laughs> she had an apron on. Or she had a t-shirt on. And most of them, you know, like the their shirts say like I love my job. And I think that's ironic as hell because you know I've oh. never talked to somebody that worked at Texas Roadhouse like I love my job it's like this sucks ass so she comes up and she her shirt says employee of the month and cameron he does not remember this i don't think but he's like oh i remember (laughs) i remember he said you're an employee of the month and she said no i was back in like december he said oh man i wish we could have got you in her prime and takes a sip of his drink, puts it on the table, then looks at her. And then she just says, do, do you guys want anything else? <laughs> and then this, this waitress was so weird, dude. She went, she came back, and she acted like she started talking in a, about a conversation that never happened. She came back, and she was like, so I was thinking about that age thing. Because we all got drinks yeah. at the table. And one of my buddies... She brings back the drinks and she puts them on the table and we all take a sip of our beers or whatever in one person with a Long Island iced tea. And my buddy said, ah, he said, nothing, nothing's better than nice cold beer going through the lips of a 17 year old. And then she just turned and looked at him. He was like, huh? <laughs> and then she comes back and I guess that she thought that was, she's like, so you guys are talking about age. How old do you think I am? Yeah. Like, this is a dangerous game. She yeah. serves her food. Well, if I hit her with like a 36 and she turns out to be like 19. I'm going to yeah. be like, this tastes like arsenic and no more Christian. <laughs> bye bye. So we're like, um, 20, 23. She's like, ah, oh, thank you. 24 though. I'm like, okay, there's not that big of a difference to be congratulatory of, uh, of me saying one year difference. Once you go past 21, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It's like 21, 30. 40, 50, 60, you know, just dead. Yeah, it just goes decades from there. Besides 69, that's that's, that's the nice one. 
for real. And then she comes back and then she was like, you want to see a picture of my cousin to me? Like I'm sitting the farthest away from her and she makes eye contact with me. She's like, you want to see a picture of my cousin? I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) She starts, she pulls her phone out and she's reaching across the table. She's swiping through pictures of her cousin. I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, why the fuck is she showing me this? I don't know, man, but I, that's what, that's not what happened. No, that's what happened. She was, she was a strange one. She was locking eyes with you. I will say, I think, uh, there's a little bit of flirtation going on between you and her. But I remember when she left, I asked you if you're interested. You're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she's. So we leave there. We get thrown out of there because they closed. And then there's a bar right next, right behind us. And I was told there's an outside area. And that seems like the most safe place at a bar right now. So mm-hmm. we have a DD. So we all walk back because it's within walking distance. It's literally like the next parking lot over. So we walk over, we go in there and we're like, okay, what's going to be your first shot? And we, he said, I, I don't know. I said, okay, fireball. So we give him a shot of fireball. We all drink it, take it. And he said, eh, I don't know if I can finish this. <laughs> we're like, you gotta. He said, okay. Take the shot. So then we go back to the outside area and it was it's super nice back there. It's the smoking area, but like it's a it's has heat and you're not around people and you can actually hear each other. And we get to sit at the bar with nobody around us. So we go, we sit down, we're all in squad formation along the bar <laughs> and we're drinking. And then this big group comes in and they sit like like they're blocking our way out. They they're blocking our way out of the room, basically. And we'd like, oh, they're they're all you know, vibing, they're all having fun, they're all dancing when there's no music, watching Sports Center. And then Cameron, he's like, I gotta pee. And right when he stands up, that group goes haywire. They start pushing and shoving, and then a dude from across the bar says, What's there? And then they just <laughs> it's game over. Bouncers are coming, and poor Cameron, he just needs to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah, so Excuse me. <laughs> so he walks up and he just stands about, I don't, an uncomfortable distance away from the back of this person that's fighting, yeah. and he's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me." And then he 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 leans and he starts like little kid tapping <laughs> on your shoulder like, "Dad, Dad." He's like, "Excuse me," and then they just the dude turns around. With rage in his eyes, he's like, and Cameron's like, he's like, what? Cameron's like, I need to piss. And he says, okay. And he steps out the way, and Cameron walks through this fight out to the bathroom. <laughs> and then he's just like, he's not even phased by what just happened. He just, we see him across the bar leaving to go to the bathroom. He's, just, <laughs> he's smiling ear to ear. Walking, finger guns walking, at you guys. I remember that. He has finger guns, and he's just walking with his whole arms. Like his arms are going parallel to his, his yeah. head, and he's just, like a cartoon character just marching out. <laughs> yeah, I was moving my arms a lot because I was trying to look casual, like I could walk normally. You but I had not. to move my arms a lot to to and walk normally. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, was, it was a fun night. There's a couple more stories from that, but I'm saving that for another time. Okay, yeah. Don't want to talk about how I almost owned you in pool. Uh, well, you hit on the eight ball, so I uh, win, you lose. Yes, 
even yes. though I knocked probably one ball in and he was <laughs> on the second to last ball. I don't understand, dude. I think I unlocked a superpower because I'm not normally good at pool. And that night, that's the best pool performance I've ever had. Okay. To be fair, though, so I thought that a Long Island had two shots in it. Turns out my calculations are wrong. It has four. Yeah. And I bought you two. Someone else bought you two. Wait. You had four. Wait, And then we... I'm pretty sure you did. I thought only had I counted three. up your drinks after I counted up your drinks that night when someone told me my mom was like, you know, that's four shots each. I'm like, oh, because I counted it up and you were over 20. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I should have had one more. It'd be 21. <laughs> yeah. You said 21 shots for 21. Yeah. I held together well, man. You did. I even woke up the next day before you all. You did. I, I was. I felt like death. Death do us part. I felt fine actually. I was like, all right. Yeah, because we had. I was focused in my drunken stupor. I made sure that you had water. <laughs> I, I I did not do that for myself. <laughs> all right. Well, enough of a, of not illegal activities because you were twenty one. Congratulations, you did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. We have some uh, as promised. I found the craziest, wackiest, funniest stories from the previous weeks, and I'm going to bring them here to you. So, Cameron and I are going to march through this list of bangers. Absolute bangers. Bangers. Poggers. Poggers and chat. Okay, first story. We have groom goes to wrong wedding venue and nearly marries a stranger in Indonesia. Do you have any first thoughts on that? I like where it's going. Seems plausible. I, you know, if you go to a wedding and you're standing, because like the guy doesn't walk out, he stands up there. And if you look at the room and there's a not one family member, then I would be like, huh. Indonesian yeah. room arrived at the wrong address with his wedding party after a GPS mix up. Oh, that's why I didn't tell the difference. He brought all the fuckers with him. Hmm. <laughs> We're all going to the wrong place now," he said. "All the all the groomsmen squad formation. <laughs> a GPS mistake almost led a groom to marry the wrong woman in Indonesia. On April fourth, the groom, whose identity has not been disclosed, used Google Maps to get to the wedding venue in Maglang, a city in central Java. However, the engaged man wound up at the wrong address. According, what's the chances that you go to the wrong address for a wedding venue? How many wedding venues do they have? And all I'm saying is, you know how much the ladies care about weddings. Like a lot of women, I'm generalizing, but a lot of women, like they think about their future wedding and plan it. Like Bradzilla. It's yeah. It's my day. It's like my way or the highway. <laughs> then your husband does your future husband. Because of the wrong wedding. I know. That's what I'm saying. The wedding is such a large day, such an important day, especially uh, usually for the lady in their relationship that I bet he had hell to pay. Like, I bet he... <laughs> Ooh, 
Instead of arriving to the venue where his wedding was supposed to take place, the groom and his entourage stepped out at the house that was highlighted at the location. Unbeknownst to the group, an engagement party was being hosted at the house for another couple, uh, complete with loved ones and a photography group present. The groom's entourage reportedly shook hands with the family, exchanged offerings, and took what they thought was their seats. Sat down, too? They said, what? Why did the groom sit down? <laughs> they it made their not... presence known. Yeah. To sit in the front seat. <laughs> it's like when you go to that concert, you're in my seat. Uh, fuck off. This is my <laughs> wedding. They're just this looking is my at wedding. <laughs> that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. <laughs> just <laughs> two like dudes in tuxes. Yeah. Um, I bet they walked into and like the groom's like men in, in his head was just like, oh, I really don't know her family at all, do I? Yeah. <laughs> he said, I looked to the left where the the bride's family was gonna sit. I don't know any of these fuckers. So exactly. I looked to the right and I'm like, I only know like five of these fuckers. So I, my family and I are distant. Exactly. <laughs> it was not clear to the group that a mishap had occurred since the groom's guests assumed the attendees who were already there were family members of the bride. Meanwhile, the women's family assumed that the new arrivals, arrivals were family members of the fiancé. And she didn't know their family at all either. The fiancé <laughs> and his family were actually late for the event, which did not... Oh, so the, the actual fiancé was late? He's like, he made it on time. <laughs> oh my gosh. That yeah. was, this is the only possible, like, this is the only way this situation could have happened. You show up, yeah. to, an, you show up to a place that's actually having a, a wedding. The groom's late. And you think that you're the groom for this wedding and you've never met the family. This is a yeah. very complicated puzzle. The stars aligned for this to yeah. all make sense. Yeah, the, um, which did not help either, according to the bride-to-be Ulfa, U-L-F-A. She told the news that she had been getting her makeup done at the time. How do news stations find out about stuff like this? So they thought that this was so, ha ha ha, our life's so funny. Let's contact the local news. Mm, yeah, it might have been them or it might have been a family member or somebody heard about it, emailed the news, and then they reached out to them to, you know get their testimonies on it mm -hmm. i think like just just about anyone can email the news and if they have a good enough story and if it is real then they'll hop on it you know mm -hmm. when the mistake was finally discovered the groom and his wedding party promptly exited the home with the offerings they kept it they kept their shit that they got from the other family the groom said that he his said, toaster is fire as fuck. He said, This toaster, this Xbox Series X. <laughs> she got the PS5. Dang. He said, I'm leaving with a photo album. I don't even know this girl. <laughs> he said, But it's mine. They gave it to me. These are high quality prints. These aren't no CVS prints. These are nice. The groom said that the that the share location point stopped near my house, Olfa27 told the Indonesian news outlet. Sometimes the internet can shift if it's not smooth. Oh, you're telling me that the internet can have problems if the internets are having problems? <laughs> that shit's sometimes, wild. Sometimes when the internet's not working, it won't work anymore. 
So sometimes you just have to understand. Sometimes when your car's out of gas and it has no tires, you lost your steering wheel, <laughs> and also someone cut your brakes. It doesn't drive properly. Who to thunk you know, it? I wouldn't have put that together until you stated that. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the internet can shift if it's not smooth. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. They're just <laughs> trying to hit the word limit. He said, instead of, I went to the zoo, me and my family members all crammed inside of our Dodge Caravan. I was in the second to last row. I did not put my seatbelt on instantly, though, because I am not that smooth of a person. He said, we started driving, and then, unbeknownst to us, we showed up at the Cincinnati Zoo at 2.22 p.m. EST. April 4th. (laughs) One clip posted by the news Instagram account has gone viral with more than 35,475 views so far. It's a shame an Instagram commenter wrote in Javanese. That's, is that a, I didn't know that was a language. Alongside a laughing emoji. I'm so glad that they said it was a laughing emoji. Or I'm like, what's going to happen next? Laughing emoji. <laughs> they may have to be a pickup team. Another used what they may have to be a pickup team another joke i'm gonna say that this doesn't make sense just because it's been translated i'm gonna chalk it up to that because if not then uh this poor man doesn't know how comedy works as far as the groom and his family tribune reports they quickly left to find their correct wedding venue when they were being hosted in another part of losari village well 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 (laughs) that's I don't want to. I can't believe you left with the gifts. I think that's hilarious. That's the best part of that entire story. Yeah. Just like, like wedding crashers in real life. <laughs> All right. That's enough for uh, what I said that woman's name was. Ulfa. I hope Ulfa didn't beat his ass too bad. You know, it wasn't going to be good. But as she, as she did point out, sometimes the internet can ship if it's not smooth. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words from Ulfa of Java. All right, next story. We have bad gelato can be illegal under new Italian law. Oh. <laughs> oh. They take that shit serious. Italy is set to declare war on ice cream sellers who pump compressed air into their mixtures to make them look fluffier as the country seeks to defend the honor of its world-renowned gelato stance. Mm, one Don't bag. Don't let them figure out about Lay's potato chips. There or might be a chips. Cold War Part 2. One bad egg ruins the dozen. That's what they say, right? They just knock down the door, somebody's door, and they're like, You made a terrible pizza last <laughs> night. Not here. You are excommunicated from the country. Under proposals being considered by the Italian, Italian Senate, Ice cream producers who fail to meet strict quality measures, such as limits on the amount of air added to the mixture, can be hit with a fine of 15,000 US dollars. What the fuck? Have you ever had that Hershey's bar that has air pockets in it? No. Okay, never mind. But there is, there is a Hershey's bar. Yeah, it's sold. That, that's the sales pitch, is that there's air pockets in it. Uh, he said, it's half the calories because half of it is air. <laughs> Half the calories, same price. Half the calories taste like shit. Because it tastes like 
air, air. Thank you, Big Chocolate, for this great deal. <laughs> Bro, you know what? Fuck Big Chocolate. Big Pharma, hate him. Big Pharma. <laughs> big Pharma, hate him. Big Tobacco, hate him. Big Hershey's, fuck that guy. I hate him. It is hoped that the reforms will still have a chilling effect. Man, I love these. These authors are so witty. They'll have a chilling effect on cheapskate vendors posing as gelato artisans who have been known to sell tubs with containing more air than ice cream. Honestly, you know what? I understand. If I opened it up and there was like an inch of this entire gallon <laughs> of ice cream, I'd be pissed. But you know what I yeah. wouldn't do? Find them for $15,000. I would say, I ain't gonna go back there. Mental check. Yelp, grade zero. Here's the thing. It's, is that a health violation? Having too much air? Exactly. I don't think it is. I would understand if, if they found rat feces and they're saying you cannot have rat feces, but I don't think they can go after them for this because it's just the way that they're making the gelato. You know, if the consumer doesn't like the product, they'll just stop buying it. I, I don't understand how they have an actual claim here, you know? Well, I don't know if this is for... No, I think that was Ireland. I think Ireland was having an investigation on Subway, a sandwich shop, because their bread had too much sugar-to-flour ratio that it wasn't considered bread, it was considered a pastry. So that put them in a different category of the, the FDA, whatever Ireland's FDA system is, so they have different tax, different like taxation stuff, because for some reason, a sandwich shop has a different tax structure than like a Bakery. sweet shop. I've talked about that on the podcast before because it said Subway being investigated because there's their bread might be considered a dessert. I said, Well, I'm never like, ooh, this meatball sub, it's so sweet and delicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's just people grasping at straws, you know. I think COVID has people too fucking bored. Exactly. People are getting weird. They got nothing better to do. People are going out wearing KFC buckets for on their heads for masks. Okay, that's not weird. People are burning down 5G death towers because they think that it's giving them COVID. And then they accidentally burn down 4G towers because they don't know the difference because there is no structural difference in a 4G tower and a 5G tower. And then they wipe out their cell service for the entire town. Oops. However, the plans also whipped up Haha. <laughs> Resentment among some gelato masters who argue their pumping air into the mixture is not necessarily poor craftsmanship. The bill was proposed by six senators from the center-left Democratic and Italia Viva parties who say it will be better to regulate their work of real ice cream artisans and protect consumer rights. The legislation also claims that inflating gelato with air goes against the basic rules of producing artisanal ice cream last i checked u.s senators don't have a say in how to make fucking ice cream it's not a part of the fda he's just like sitting at home eats ice cream every just, night so he considers himself a, a professional in the in the matter mitch mcconnell comes home with some ice cream one day he said this has too much 
fucking air. I'm going to throw a riot at work tomorrow. How could they? How could they? How could they claim that this is artisanal? There's too much air. Why did my Papa John's pizza not have a pepperoni smiley face? I'm going to shut down Papa John's. (laughs) Where's the Papa in this pizza? (laughs) I said, I don't taste... The Papa in this pizza. I want to taste Peyton Manning in this pizza. Peyton Come Manning, on. Shaq, the Papa yeah. himself. I want to taste the Papa himself. Italian gelato is one of the gastronomic symbols of our country, along with pasta and pizza, said Socialist Senator Ricardo Nincini, one of the bill's supporters. But our laws do not preserve artisanal ice cream and producers who make it. Hmm. See, it's like kind of like how I said earlier, the knock down your door if you make a bad pizza. With the USA, you know, we have hamburgers. So if somebody just starts making hamburgers with air in them, are they going to, you know... Is Joe Biden gonna kick your door down and beat yeah. your ass? Are they gonna be said, like put that bike pump down? Get it out of that burger this instant. <laughs> like you claim that this burger was artisanal, but there's too much air in it. We're gonna He's, fine you. He said your shit's made different, but you just dumb as shit. <laughs> you gotta said, be I, just like the rest of us. He said if you pump up the burgers, you use less burger. Mm-hmm. There this is a this is a lot of quotes for a story about <laughs> Italian laws for gelato. They just went to the streets and like were interviewing everyone. How do you feel about gelato? The issue of inflating gelato is a fake one, says Alberto Menesi, one of Rome's mastery gelati, gelato masters, and owner of the well-known gelateria de Gracchi. Pumping air into ice cream is possibly just possible just by using some ingredients instead of others. If you go through the list of ingredients, you'll see the key one is often the the last, said Mr. Manasi, pointing out that many producers throw in an array of chemical additives and sometimes don't even admit to this. And if the last thing you find is a pistachio ice cream is pistachio, then you have a problem. This dude, the, uh, this dude's smart as fuck. He's woke. If the last thing you find in pistachio ice cream is pistachios, then you have a problem. I'm getting that tattooed. <laughs> Words to live by right there. Words to live by. This. If the last ingredient on your pizza is pizza, then you have a problem. <laughs> Christian 2021. I'll vote for you. That's the platform to stand on right there. That's I want the last ingredient in my pizza to be pizza. Hey, man, that's not a platform. That's a stairway to the top right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an escalator. You don't even got to do anything else, man. That'll take you right up. He said, I did the work. Now the work carried me <laughs> to greatness. He said, I put in the work beforehand so I could rise to the top afterward. All right. Now, this next story is probably one of the best headlines I've ever read while making this podcast. Oh, man, I'm glad I'm here to listen. That's a tall statement because I've read some wild shit. Man names his newborn son Department of Statistical Communication. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your first name is four words? An yeah. Indonesian man has named his son... Okay, it's not in English, but it's Department of Statistical Communication in honor of his beloved workplace. Elon Musk just oh. names his kid Tesla. Tesla. I guess, I mean... It, I'll agree. Four words is a long first name. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of his birth certificate. See, what I don't get is like, how, how do governments let this happen? How do governments let this happen? I, you his know, name is a paragraph. <laughs> his, yeah, his name has an address. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like <laughs> every time somebody does roll call for this man, they're gonna think something messed up with their computer, and they have this text on their on their roll call he said, attendance. Oh, there's something wrong with registration. He said, "Yeah." And the kid just like, "That's what's me." What's the name say? It says <laughs> Department of Statistical Communications. Here, <laughs> he's like, "Call me stats." <laughs> he, <laughs> My nickname. You just call me. You just call me DSC. <laughs> Or just D for short. Yeah. The 38-year-old man named Slama Yoga Wayuda, who hails from the Regency of Bribs and the Indonesian province of Central Java. This is two Java stories in a row. Java be popping with stories. Java be crazy this month. Has reportedly agreed with his then-pregnant wife that if she gave birth to a son, he would be allowed to choose the newborn's name. Oh, man. After she gave birth to the boy in December of last year, Wahidi decided to name him Department of Statistical Communications in order to pay tribute to his workplace. Okay, wait. So this kind of sounds like they didn't think they were going to have a kid. And he was like, okay, but if we do, I get to name him. You know? I think it was, uh, I know I'm having a girl. And he's like, okay. You have a boy, I name it because it says he made a deal with his then pregnant wife. So, I mean, yeah, well, then pregnant. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. He told local, local news sites Compass that his wife, 33 year old Rareen, was on board with the decision with him. This, huh, you never hear that happen. Wait, what? I thought the wife was down, man. She really is supportive, I guess. Yeah, I'd say so. He was quoted saying that his wife did not mind, despite the name sounding strange <laughs> at first. Oh, man. They it sounds strange it. at first. Normalize naming your kids after departments. <laughs> hey, this is my kid, Department of Pharmacology. <laughs> it grows oh, this is my kid, Department of Informatics. They'll get this along my, just fine. This is my son, IRS. <laughs> oh, I heard he's a stinker. <laughs> he's, he's just out there on the playground. Pinching kids. He's just standing on a little like rope bridge, collecting taxes as they walk through. <laughs> That'll be five cents, sir. <laughs> I got no more monies. They quit passing my fucking bridge. Don't play on my playground, then. <laughs> the bully. He just walks like, around and like, Reaches into kids' pockets, legit grabbing grab money. He said, you think that you got a dollar and you don't owe me 23% of this dollar? Rips 23% of the dollar bill off. 
<laughs> comes home, Dad, I did good. He said, Well, you see, that doesn't that's not how dollars work. <laughs> My son IRS. He makes me so proud. <laughs> when it's walking around the playground, the teacher's like, Did did IRS put like rocks in his pocket? Is he taking the pebbles from the is no, just walking around with huh? this straight up bank and quarters and pennies and dimes in his pockets. He's like, where'd my wallet go? He's just walking around with their wallet. All right, kids, time to go in. Clink, 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 (laughs) clink. There's IRS. Doing IRS things. IRS, (laughs) give me my wallet back. (laughs) IRS, give me my paycheck back. (laughs) Hand it (laughs) nicely. No, no, no. Hand it. He said, (laughs) you and I both know a quarter of this is mine. He said, that's not how so don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Slowly ripping it. <laughs> like, no. He said, that's it. I'm fucking done. I'm getting direct deposits. <laughs> just a, he's just at home hacking into his teacher's bank account. <laughs> Bitch, you know 23% of this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Left an audio message on her desktop. Just like, <laughs> she, she logs in on her computer. She unlocks it. And then her desktop is just him with his fingers to- pointing towards the camera, like I see you. Yeah. According Glad to the report, friends and family of the couple, including their own parents, had voiced skepticism about the unorthodox name. Yoga reportedly accepted their concerns in good faith before deciding on the 38 character mouthful as his son's name. Undeterred. His, par- his parents. So. You know you're fucking this kid's life up, right? This is how kids end up with numbers in their names. Like, Mrs. <laughs> Musk didn't have any concern. Yeah. You know, Elon, like, we want our kid to have friends. No one's friend has a two in their name. Do you, did you have a friend with a two in your name? But it's because no one's done it before. Uh, yeah. reason? I mean, also, though. Elon Musk has done a lot of other things that no one's done before. I think he's just an unconventional man. And maybe that's the future. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yoga revealed this youngest (laughs) the the more easily pronounceable name Portmanteau Dinko in his day-to-day life in an apparent act of compromise. Department Okay, his name's Dinko. Department of... Okay, whatever. Yoga has worked as a public servant for over a decade, entering the Indonesian civil services in 2009. He had previously worked as a radio announcer. Can you imagine his... (laughs) Thank God he didn't name it after a radio station. This is (laughs) 107.7. That's a kid. All the greatest hits. (laughs) though he later found his true calling in statistical communication yoga told compass they they all have messed up names yoga compass dinko he hopes his son will grow up to be pious and devoted to his family it is not clear if the indonesian authorities have accepted the unconstitutional name said i hope my son grows up to love me 
So I'm gonna name the Department of Informatics. He said, "If I name my kid something stupid, <laughs> no one will love him, but I will." <laughs> and so he'll have to only love me. And he'll stay have in the to house love me. me. I'll be his hero. Well, best of luck to Dinko. Yeah, what a life he's gonna live. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, that's his life. Yeah, and it's real. My life, my name's Cameron, and and I live with that. His life is Department of Statistics or something like that, and he has to live with that. Yeah. Well, like, I was talking, there's a story a couple weeks ago. This dude got really fucked up on New Year's and changed his name to Celine Dion. And he didn't remember it until he got the paperwork in the mail with his new birth certificate saying Celine Dion. That's a waste of $50. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And he was too embarrassed to change it back, I'm pretty sure. So he's still Celine Dion. <laughs> the uh, He gets pulled over for something. <laughs> and they look he's at his ID. Officer, I promise this is not a joke. <laughs> Like, is this a fake? He's like, no. I wish it was. Just start singing over songs. Yeah, oh. I went to the uh I went to the BMV a couple days ago to get my big boy 20 year 21 year old license. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. I walked up and I was like, yeah, I need to get my license renewed. And she looked at me and she's like, okay. And oh no, she looked at me and she's like, no, you don't. You have the star. You, like, you're fine. And she tried to hand it back to me. And I was like, no, I'm 21 now. I need the new 21 year old license. She, she said, still tried to shit. hand it back to me. I want my sideways. <laughs> yes. Now. <laughs> I want my sideways. So the alcohol places look at it quick and it's fine. And she still tried to hand it back to me. And I said, no, I need, you know, my 21-year-old license. And she was just like, okay. She kept saying, okay, but obviously didn't understand. Okay, hands it back. Yeah. I don't (laughs) think you understand. (laughs) Also, she had a little tag that said in training. And I was like, she was the only one. And I was like, of course, I'm with this one. And, And then she started, and then she like kept it and started doing paperwork. I'm like, okay, she understands. So we went over and did like my, my eye test, and that thing is hard because uh, they doesn't block out all the light. Like I know when you put your head in there against it, you know, to see the numbers and stuff, that I feel like all the light should be blocked so you can read the letters. But there's light just pouring in from outside, so it was really difficult for me to read the letters. Anyway, that's besides the fact. But you know, we did all the paperwork and everything. You know, she's like, okay, you're all good to go. I was like, sweet. And she goes, that'll be uh, like $26. How do you want to pay today? I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I didn't think you'd charge me for this. Yeah. And, you know, we're college kids. I don't Broke got 20. Shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't got $26 in my bank account uh, on my I don't want to do a transfer. Yeah. So, you know, like I got to plan a month ahead if I'm going to have a $26 charge. So I was like, yep, this is going on the credit card. Here you go, <laughs> casually. 
but yeah, I didn't know they charged for stuff like that. But... I went to, I had to get my license renewed when I turned 21, and I went there, and man, they they just do you dirty for photos. This yeah. girl, like, didn't make eye contact. All right, sit down. Okay. Um, Take off your mask. Okay. Smile, but without teeth. I said, I'm just not going to smile with them. So I just sat there, take my photo. They didn't tell me that my hair was like, basically, I looked like a scene kid. Like a what? Scene kid, like a goth. Just half my hair down over my <laughs> eye. Because I just got off of a, a 12 hour shift at work. And then I went straight to the BMV because it was the last, is the day that my license was going to expire. And I was not about to go through that bullshit. Yeah. It, it was not. And then I go outside and the battery in my car died. So I was there for two hours waiting for somebody to come pick me up. <laughs> I'm sitting not there looking at my like... dumbass ID, just pissed off. Staring at your evil looking face. <laughs> just looking at yourself like, God. Why am I so yeah. fucking ugly, dude? God. You're just mad at yourself. My yeah. phone died. Phone dead, car dead, so you have nothing to do but look at that little paper with your stupid face on it. And be you mad. start looking through your wallet like, oh, one more stamp and I get a free a free sub. Let's hope so they change I... their bread recipe. <laughs> yeah. You said, oh, I can go get my dessert Subway sandwich. <laughs> no, I went and I bought, I bought something the other day. I went and bought a, just one beer. And this guy like took my ID. And he looked at me intensely. He looked up and he's like, can you take your mask off? Because I have a beard in my photo. But like, you could see the beard coming out from the side of the mask. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So I pulled my beard. My, I pulled my beard down. I pulled my <laughs> out, and he was like, okay. And then he scanned my ID. I'm like, so why did you investigate it? Yeah, just scan <laughs> also, it to begin with. Also, if you're a kid and you're using a fake ID to buy beer, would you buy one beer? <laughs> if I'm a kid and I'm, you know, breaking the law, I'm at least going to do it like the maximum amount possible. I'm going to be coming through with a grocery cart at the gas station somehow. All right. That'll be one keg, a 48 pack. <laughs> why, would I, why would I break the law for one beer? That's like breaking the law for one cigarette. Man, I don't know. I, I think... I think people would do it because if they're already stupid enough to break the law in that way, then, you know, it doesn't matter how much I get, I get your thinking though. This has always been my thinking behind people who break laws and post it on is, social media. <laughs> no, not that is, uh, you know, most people who break into houses and stuff get caught. And mm -hmm. I believe the reason they get caught is because they're stupid and they don't cover their tracks, right? And they they don't make sure all everything is squared away before and after and during. And that's the reason they get caught is because they're stupid in the way they do it. But also, they're stupid enough to commit the act of breaking into somebody's house. Someone like you and me, who is smart enough to know that that's said, a no-no. break in with big brain. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. The people... I mean, there are some smart criminals out there and they get away with it, but I'm saying the majority of criminals, they're stupid enough to already be committing the criminal act. So they're also stupid enough to not get away with it. The smart people who are too smart to even consider doing the act 
would get away with it, but we don't because we don't want to go through that trouble. Yeah. I don't get get kids like, I say kids, but I just mean people that like 20 and post videos of them drinking and smoking. Like, okay, if you're going to drink at 20, okay, but don't post evidence. Yeah. That's dumb. Like, there's people doing huge parties for St. Patrick's Day at college when it's obvious if you get caught partying with a pandemic going on right now, you're going to get expelled. And they're like, why am I getting expelled, man? Like, because you posted a photo why? Why? of you doing a, a keg stand. How, that's not me. It says, you're wearing the same shirt. <laughs> you still have the beer stains. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Too long on one topic. Next story. We have Italian man accused of skipping work for 15 years straight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This man clocked in and never clocked out. <laughs> I, I guess. It's like when you leave a, like, a timer on, and your, like a stopwatch on your phone. You come yeah. back and it's at 6,000 hours. I mean, oh, okay. That's why my battery life's been bad. Yeah. Find a job that will never forget you're on the payroll. And you'll never work a day in your life. Italian prosecutors said that they've busted a man who ranked in, raked in roughly... 640,000 US dollars over 15 years without ever showing up to his hospital job in one of the most egregious cases of absentee abuse they've ever seen. Police have dubbed Salvatore, I thought I said Scumface, and <laughs> Scumace 67, the king of absentees, for his alleged rampant abuse of public sector funds in the city of Catzanro. Authorities say the man has used threats to ensure that he will not be docked for missing work at the local hospital and that he later fell off his employer's radar altogether while still collecting paychecks. I'm just going to call him Scumface. Well, Scumface is, uh, that's crazy. So he had to be on salary then, you know, because like if you're hourly, they would just notice you didn't clock in and clock out. But if you're salary, they're just going to give you that paycheck of the same exact amount of time every single time yeah and it said that he threatened people at the hospital to keep paying him you know like i don't know how you like what he must be using some he's 67 so he started at 52 yeah what what threat can a 52 year old make if you don't keep me on payroll (laughs) Uh, maybe he has some blackmail on the Pearson doing payroll or something. I guess. All I know is, I mean, most people, they retire at 65, right? That's I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was just thinking it's going good, so I'm going to let it roll. But I feel like after 15 years, I would be like, okay, I you know don't want to get in trouble. I'm going to stop now. Right. Well, I think he probably just thought like it's way too far. It's been going on way too long to stop because yeah. then you'd be telling on yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's how do you not feel guilty, dude? Especially for a hospital. Like they could have hired another person 
that yeah. actually did their jobs. Like, I could see a different, you know, like, say I'm a banker or something, but for a hospital, you know, your whole job is to help people. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Scumface's job, at least on paper, was as a safety officer at the hospital. Italy's newspaper reports the suspect faces charges of abuse of office, forgery, and aggravated extortion in connection with the scheme. The Guardian reports six other managers at the hospital are also under investigation for their alleged involvement. There's mm. a group. Mm-hmm. Maybe Why they're all do that? the money. That's the only way I could see this happen, is yeah. if he was giving them money. Because I'm not going to be like, fuck no. Why would I get, let you get paid when I have to be here? Yeah, they're definitely splitting it. Because what's in it for the other people, you know? Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I'm your buddy, but if you came to me with that proposal, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, man. Especially from <laughs> a hospital. I'm not taking money from a hospital. That's just wrong. I just, like, if I work somewhere, just in general, like, I don't want to be given anything. Like, I don't want to be given a paycheck. I'd feel like shit. Yeah, I feel like you're very different than a lot of people in that case. Yeah. I think a lot of people just expect a paycheck and well, like, just cruise through my, life. Like, if my boss is like, you want to come in and work overtime? I'm going to go in because I'm going to earn the double time. Like, yeah. Like, I like to think that I'm a person that my boss can be like, okay, this is my last resort, but I know that I can depend on him. This yeah. dude, he was nobody's last resort because I didn't know he fucking worked there still. <laughs> Wasn't even first resort. Wasn't even he wasn't on the list. <laughs> he was shredded. Yeah. Authorities say the suspect's absentee abuse started in 2005 when a distinguished person allegedly threatened the hospital director and warned her not to file a disciplinary report against Scumface. Police say the director compiled and turned a blind eye to his absences and that the suspect simply never showed up to work again while getting paid. So the director is kind of... And fault two here. Uh, the director eventually retired, and her successor took over with no knowledge. That makes sense. Oh, no that's knowledge. They forgot. Yeah. Not that they forgot. They just didn't. They, well, I'm saying like, that's know. how they forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, because that first person left, and the second person wasn't filled in. And successor took over with no knowledge that there was a ghost on the payroll. So, like, my dad, he does payroll every Wednesday because we got, he puts out paychecks on Thursday. And if he finds out that there's hours that were unaccounted for, he's finding that shit. He'd be like, oh, okay, I don't know who this person is. Maybe he's just from a different department for 15 years straight. And you've never seen him at the water cooler. Well, I'm thinking, that's what I'm saying. Whoever's doing the payroll, I'm thinking, was under one of those group of six people who is part of it. Mm-hmm. It's unclear when the scheme came to light, but the hospital launched disciplinary action against the man last year and also alerted authorities. He was fired in October and later arrested as part of an investigation dubbed Operation Part-Time. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Investigators say the arrest came after they conducted extensive witness interviews and reviewed attendance logs at the hospital. <laughs> Witness interview this walk in. Have you ever seen this guy? Nope. Hey, this person's supposed to work in the same department as you. Um, no. Never seen him. 
So is he just in jail now, or did he get fined? Um, I don't think they could, because they'd have to fine him for six hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars, and I don't more. think I don't think retirement pays that much. Yeah, but so you think there's gonna put him in the slammer? Mm-hmm. Something tells me that there's gonna be a little bit of a payroll protocol change at the hospital. Something tells me some people are getting fired. <laughs> uh, at least six that were a part of it. All right. Last story we have from the Australian Government Department of Health. This is their website. And it says, is it true? Can COVID-19 vaccines connect me to the internet? <laughs> yes. And it says, the first header, COVID-19 vaccines do not and cannot connect you to the internet. Fake news. Find out more below. Why is there more? That should be the entire page. <laughs> Look at Google Answers. <laughs> Do you know that Yahoo Answers is getting shut down? Yeah, I heard. You know, like, all, all of the old homework questions that these kids will never get. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they just have, was it, whatever. Kahoot. Quizlet. Something math. Just take a picture and, you imagine? Wait, what do they have now? That's some app that you can scan math problems and it solves it for you. Whoa, now that's the future right there. Yeah, it's the future of a, a lot of dumbass kids. <laughs> what do you think this whole ye- year, two years of online school is breeded? That's, yeah. yeah. I feel like high schoolers, like, I'd say seventh grade up, they can hang. Can you imagine being in kindergarten? No. Like, you're just at home running around. Trying to focus on your laptop. We're going to have two years of just dumbass kids. It's going to be like when you're hiring and you see a kid's born and like, <laughs> you know, whatever would be the starting year for an education. So like if they're five in 2020, like we're going to look other ways. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't want you to just find everything on the internet for this job. <laughs> but honestly, like it's good and bad. Because, you know, but I'm saying like younger kids, especially the way society is heading, it's good that they're getting this technology and that they're getting familiar with it and learning how to use it, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I kind of, I mean, you agree, I bet you will agree with this because technology is your thing. You know, if you know a lot about technology, it connects you to the world and you can do a lot. Well, it's a matter of if you don't know something, you have the means to find out something. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, we are in the age of information, you know. We're going to go back. They're going to go back in history. You know, oh, the Bronze Age, Age of Enlightenment, whatever. I thought you Classical. said LeBronze Age. <laughs> they would never know LeBronze Age about technology. Uh, and then they're going to say, the information age and that's what we're in right now and then you know in textbooks they're going to be like there was a great spurt of you know information suddenly everything was at everyone's fingertips and you know that led us to where we are today it's kind of interesting to think about how eventually this chapter will i mean it'll stay open but technically it'll close and there'll be a new chapter with a different name you know maybe artificial intelligence age or something else machine learning age and this is the building block for it. And 
you know, this time, especially the 2000s era uh, where internet and everything popped up, that's going to be in textbooks for sure. I have to do this. Uh, I have to do discussion posts for my economics class. This kid was talking about if robots, like, are people going to be replaced with just robots, like, in the workforce? And I said, no. Like, there's just some jobs humans are better at. Like, yeah. there's not, if something catastrophic happens during a plane flight, I feel like a pilot's going to have better reaction and a better instinct of what to do rather than a computer. The computer's just big, well, Fuck me. Yeah. And it's, you still need people to make the computers. I know, you know, machine learning will get to a point to where, you know, it could be as smart as a human, but more finicky movements, you know, like when, when variability is put into something, you know, humans can deal with it. I was watching a interview with Elon Musk and they were talking about, he was talking about the, how automated the Tesla making process is. And they're talking about how they made the mistake of trying to automate the putting the uh, doors, the car doors onto the car body, because there's this tube that kind of dangles when, you know, when it's moving throughout the line and it's hard for the robot to like calculate, you know, how it's dangling to grab it you know, and then put it where it needs to go. So certain like things that are variable like that, that, you know, are shifting and moving are difficult right now for robots. Um, I did also learn though, that theoretically, technically in the future, machine learning, once it gets smart enough, it will be able, you know, to outsmart humans and it will be able to become, I think it was called a supercomputer or something like that, where machine learning is teaching machine learning. And you get what I'm saying? It's just kind of like a snowball effect. Like, gets smarter than humans, then gets smarter than itself, keeps getting smarter and smarter and smarter until it's a supercomputer. But, you know, apparently we're ages away from that. But that's the theoretics behind machine learning and where it can go. I, I'm not, I don't think that's going to, be the case of computers teaching computers because like a computer doesn't know what it's talking about yeah it doesn't have consciousness a computer doesn't so like a computer doesn't know what the number seven is the computer knows ones and zeros and it doesn't actually know what a one and a zero is it knows if i have this much of a current change if i have if electricity running through me is between this and this then i know it means zero if it's above this it means one yeah i think that it's gonna get a lot a lot better but there's this like because i've worked in factory environments like when i was working at a screen printing place they were actively one machine over they were testing every single day a machine that was literally supposed to replace my 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 job on the production line and best believe i saw that shit fuck up shirts every day because we're quality control and surprisingly humans are a lot better at quality control than an electronic arm 
So they would be ripping t-shirts and also like in situations that like you could fix if it was missing, like it had like a little pin dot of ink missing. You can just, a human can just get a toothpick because we'd keep toothpicks for fine fixes like that and just get a dab of ink, put it on there, fix it. The computer would just be like, it not correct trash. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think that kind of goes back to the variability that I was talking about. You know, like sometimes things don't go precisely as the computer is programmed to receive them. And that's where a computer can mess up. Computer, uh, people are good bullshitters. Yeah. People, no. Is that what you're talking uh, about? The whole supercomputer thing? I'm just saying, like, people are good bullshitters. Like, we can, like, oh, even from a young age, like, I broke this. We fix it before mom comes home. The computer, if they broke a lamp, they used to be like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. You know, as a kid, you're going to be fine on the duct tape. You're going to try to fix the problem. Computer's just like, problem. There it is. Yeah, wait for master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait for technician. Fix all problem for me. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing with computers. Also, we're talking about like it replacing jobs. I had to write a paper about it, and yes, it will end up replacing some jobs, but it will be for the better because it will replace these menial tasks that a human probably shouldn't be doing anyway. And that frees up us to do more creative work and more fulfilling work. Yeah. It is interesting because it's like you think about, let's just say truck drivers, for example. I'm making an assumption, but I don't know many people who think to themselves, I want to be a truck driver. Yeah. Like they get paid well, but they never see their family, always on the road, sleeping in a truck. Like that's an example of a type of job that I don't think a human should do. Humans shouldn't be sitting down for that amount of hours, you know, driving, just driving and like, you know, no physical activity really. I don't think that's natural. So, you know, with a, let's say a Tesla truck that can drive itself, that comes out, that frees up then those people to, yeah, sure, they can't work that now, but maybe they can work some other task that isn't as dehumanizing. Tesla does have a semi coming out. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying once it once they fix the software and everything, so it is fully autom automated. And <laughs> I heard they released an update where certain people where they could tell that they weren't paying attention when they turned the automation feature on, they took it away from them. That's hopefully not mid-drive. No. <laughs> but I think that's hilarious. Powering off. That's hilarious that they were like, we can tell you're not paying attention when you still need to because, you know, it isn't perfect yet. So we're just going to take it away from you. Yeah. I'd be pissed too because you pay for that. You have to pay like $1,000 more for the yeah. autonomous package or whatever. All right. Well, let's get back to uh, can COVID connect you to the internet? <laughs> Some of the mRNA vaccines being developed include 
the use of materials called hydrogel, which might help disperse this vaccine slowly into your cells. Bioengineers have used similar hydrogels for many years in different ways. For instance, they've used them to help stem cells survive after being put inside of our bodies. Because of this, some people believe that the hydrogels are needed for electronic implants, which can connect to the internet. The Pfizer vaccine does not use hydrogel as a component. The Pfizer vaccine contains a piece of mRNA, which is coated in a lipid droplet. The lipid helps the vaccine enter our cells as the membrane holding our cells together is also made of lipids. The vaccine and the membrane can fuse easily, developing or depositing the mRNA inside the body. So, um, no. This is a biology lesson right here. The vaccine is not making you Wi-Fi capable. That's the next one. Yeah, but that's that, that headline. COVID vaccine does not connect you to the internet. <laughs> okay, think Australian government. This is health.gov.au. Like, this is Australian government. They said, <laughs> they're like, this has been a frequently, frequently asked question. We just thought we would address it on the front of our page. Yeah. People All right. Stupid, man. Yeah, I think that's going to be our last story for today. So I have a question for you, though. Okay. Okay, bring it on. If olive oil is made from olives and vegetable oil is made from vegetables, then what the fuck is baby oil made of? Mineral oil, aloe vera extract, vitamin E, acetate, and fragrance. It's messed up, man. How dare they use acetate? I got that on my hand once in chemistry class, and I had to go to the wash station. And my he teacher said, yelled at me. <laughs> he said, I had to sit under the eye wash machine for two hours. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I cannot ma- Can you imagine being in a class where that had to be used? Dude. You're like, he's a goner. <laughs> I remember I accidentally sniffed some ammonia, and that, that burned. Yeah, you also had me snort the... Crystal light lemonade packet. I thought that I was gonna die. <laughs> I forgot about that, dude. I oh didn't. my gosh, that was bad. Your sister was just like, What's going on? And your mom was like, What's going on? You're just you were Crying. dying. It's not ever like running, crying, coughing. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That was that was. Whew. You just unlocked an old memory, you know? Yeah. It's like when you hear a sound that you heard as a child. Yeah, like smell a smell. I just got brought back just then. Dang. All right. Well, that's going to be the end of this episode. One more time, go and check out his cards that are going to be released on April 24th, this Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Preach, brother. Heal the world. Going for a good cause. Put a lot of work into it. I want to see him have a good launch. Thank you, man. No problem. Thank you for having me on today. Yeah. Um, It's always fun having my friends on, man. So, before I go, go check out my Reddit, r slash word podcast. If you're reading a story, like, how has Christian not talked about this yet? Okay, I didn't see it. Post it on my subreddit. Maybe it'll be on next week's episode. Follow me on Twitter at Take My Word Pod. That's Take My Word P O D. And yeah, 
That's all. Thanks, guys. Bye.